Hello. This podcast is created to connect you with our very own IT thought leaders and visionaries to give you a behind-the-scenes look into technology and people that are changing and impacting healthcare and the lives in our community every day. I'm Scott Taylor. I developed the cybersecurity educational content for Centera Health, and today we're speaking with our Chief Information Security Officer, Zishan Siddiqui. Welcome, Zishan. Thanks for having me here today, Scott. Scott, I would also take a little bit more credit with your role. I see you not just as developing our cybersecurity awareness content, but you are that cyber evangelist who's helping us spread the word on how to protect Centera, our employees, and our consumers. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Cybersecurity and Zishan have become known for imposing longer and more complex passwords for Centera employees, monthly fish emails, and the zero-day cyber alerts to update your personal devices. As the Chief Information Security Officer, the purpose of your role is to protect Centera from cyber threats and to enable our business to operate safely, securely, and compliantly. What other thoughts would you add to that? Yeah, you, I think you summarized it fairly well. I'm, I'm quickly getting that reputation as, as the individual that's putting in much more stringent requirements on our business. But ultimately, it's it's to make sure that we're doing the right thing for our business, but also for our folks. So it is an environment that's evolving. It is an area that continually um, changes on a day-to-day basis. So as we look at our cybersecurity strategy and our initiatives, they need to be in lockstep with, one, helping to enable our business, but also helping us differentiate while we're operating safely and securely. So I think all in all... You know, we're, we're off to a good start, but we have a lot more work to do. Absolutely. Most media stories today discuss how cyber attacks are targeting businesses and especially healthcare systems. Many people don't believe cyber criminals are actually targeting them as an individual. Why should cyber awareness be a personal goal? Great question. Whether we know it or not, you know, our personal lives are centered around technology. And the organizations we work for, like Sentara, or organizations we engage with, are even more digital now than they were years ago. So cybersecurity should be embedded into our daily lives. And unfortunately, when we start to look at the threat actors out there, they are advancing. And as a result of that, we need to stay up to date on how we need to protect ourselves and our business and our families. The people make our security culture. And as a security professional, making sure that we are there to help is is an important component of the success of the program. And this is something that's notoriously hard to achieve because of the way that the speed of business evolves, the speed of these threats are evolving. So we need to ensure that we're building security values into the fabric of our organization. And that's our objective. Doesn't Centera's cybersecurity tools protect our organization from cyber threat? Yeah, when you start to look at technological defenses, they are a valuable weapon in protecting our organization. But those technologies still require input from people. So if you think about security warnings that have to be heated, software that needs to be updated, firewalls that need to be turned on and managed, 
it requires humans. Without security awareness, training, and, and education, none of the technological defenses could fulfill their potential. So making sure that we are there and we understand how, how to operate this, but also helping our employees really understand how they can be a target and what they can do to protect themselves. Those important messages and communications happening, awareness that's happening around what, what's targeting them is the utmost important. That's one of the things I try to push in our cybersecurity awareness stuff is that if you see something suspicious, report it because reporting it is how we can, as an organization, better protect our the individuals within our organization, but also our digital assets and systems. Absolutely. And that's that's part of what we do here is, right, we, our goal is to make sure that we are effectively helping our employee base understand what they should be doing if some compromising information comes your way or there's some sort of malicious uh, attempt to gain your credentials. How do you actually identify that and be able to report on it? And that's where the training and awareness program comes into play. So is, is fish testing a method to trick people? The goal of a simulated fish is both to prepare our employees to spot real attacks while also encouraging them to report suspicious emails so that our cybersecurity team can really investigate and understand what's evolving in the landscape. These tests help our organization increase our defenses. If you look at just the various types of phishing emails that are out there, it's not the testing of that isn't to trick, trick people, but it's to help really create the, the awareness of what's happening and how it's happening and what you can do to protect yourselves. If you look at some of the phish emails, they're often trying to trick you into revealing some sort of confidential information, whether it's your social security number, credit cards, information, could be account passwords, and, and that's probably the most prevalent nowadays. They're asking you so that you can provide that information that could link you to some fake websites that are out there. They're often trying to create the sense of urgency where they're claiming that your account has been compromised and that you need to take some sort of immediate action that will ultimately result in some sort of negative consequence. So being able to really understand that and understand where these emails are coming from, legit sources, and, and making sure that you have a, a good handle on how to detect whether something is not credible and be able to report it accordingly. Many emails you'll see out there with attachments and links, you know, you just need to make sure that you're, you're understanding where they're going and, and how they're being um, positioned. That's part of what we're trying to make sure we're doing on a, on a regular basis with our fish testing. And that's just a, a component or a non-negotiable for our organization. It sounds like cyber awareness culture supports the business functionality. And is it a recommendation that the teams discuss cybersecurity awareness on a weekly basis so that they can know what type of threat to, to socialize? Yeah, this, this should be no different than how we prioritize safety and quality at work. Security awareness training doesn't just help keep our people safe at work. It also helps them stay safe from cyber threats and phishing threats and social engineering in their personal lives too. So our people have a 
key role to play in an effective cybersecurity strategy. And with many of the most basic attacks that could be avoided if people know how to identify these threats, but simply increasing rules and re restrictions isn't going to be feasible in how we operate our business, but creating awareness means that we're establishing that culture in the organization in which people learn to recognize how their online behavior could cause and prevent potential data breaches. Awareness of and participation in cybersecurity best practices and needs to go, they have to go beyond just the cyber team and become part of the security uh, fabric of individuals and the culture of our, our business. And part of that is making sure we are having these types of campaigns, but these campaigns can't just be done once a year. They have to be in existence and constantly out there for our folks uh, to partake in on a day-to-day on -day basis. Sintera always plans special events and presentations for the month of October. It is Sintera Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Our goal is to encourage people to elevate cyber awareness in all aspects of their personal life and their work life because cyber criminals don't discriminate. They attack people as individuals, they attack organizations, and they attack people associated with those organizations. I like the way you said they do not discriminate because that's the reality. You know, if you look at all the various threat actor groups that are out there from across the globe, they're they're hitting industries in all different formats. And the reality is it's a business, right? It's just like those criminals going into work like you and I are, and, and part of them is they're generating not only a reputation, but they're also generating revenue for their for their business. What gets you excited about Cybersecurity Month? Well, again, it is a month that's dedicated to, you know, cybersecurity in general, but it's also where we take the opportunity to evangelize and get our message out there, but also get folks engaged. So the reality is we don't want to just do this once a month. We want to have this living and breathing and being part of how we operate from a cultural perspective. But the fact that we are going to dedicate this month and have a stream of different campaigns and events and activities, that's very exciting, right? It helps us really exercise muscles that we need to continue to build and expand upon. And, and this is that, that opportunity to do so. On a personal note, I recall that you're from Canada, and I was curious if here on the East Coast, we had a lot of issues with alerts that went out about the, the smoke and the wildfires, how it could affect health. But I was wondering if your family had been affected uh, or any of your friends up in Canada. Most of my family is in the Midwest, and much of the fires that happened in Canada were on the Western side, particularly in British Columbia and in the Northeast side. So my family was able to really kind of get through this without any impact. That's great. Did you uh, start any new hobbies for 2023? Well, I've been in the Hampton Roads area now for just over a year. And I've taken the opportunity to just stay active by exploring the coast and the variety of different beaches and, and whatnot, just to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm getting to really see what beauty um, the East Coast has to offer, specifically in the Hampton Roads area. There are several activities and lots of educational material planned for Centera's Cybersecurity Month. If you had one request for the audience regarding cybersecurity, what would it be? 
just get engaged. I think that that's number one. You know, this month is for all of us to really build those muscles to protect ourselves, our family, and Sentara. So definitely take advantage of what the month has to offer across the variety of different campaigns, the external speakers that are going to be coming in and speaking about uh, their their experiences and what we can do to, to better ourselves, but also the various different activities. I know we're going to be giving away some some prizes along the way, so looking forward to getting a bit competitive with uh, with our population here. Thank you for speaking with me today, Zishan. I think cybersecurity awareness is of utmost importance for our organization, but also it affects our personal lives and keeping our personal data safe. And I really appreciate your time and speaking about this today. Good to speak with you, Scott. Thanks again. Look forward to all the work that you and the team are going to be doing in the month of October and continuing through the rest of the year. So excited about the engagement here. Thank you.